Episode, it's been a while, what episode? 251. <laughs> okay. 251. Episode 251. You sure? Is You sure it's 251? It's 251, I checked, yeah. Okay, okay. Episode 251, Serious Rap Shit Podcast. I'm John, your host. I'm Josh, your other host. And yeah, we about, to, we about to get it in. What's going on, Josh? Not chilling, man. Back in the 2024, man. First episode of 2024. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. I never thought... As a young person, I can even imagine 2024. Like I, I couldn't imagine that. That was like the Jetsons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now we right in this raggedy motherfucker. And oh, we've almost been doing the podcast ten years. It's the eighth oh, year yeah. we're doing the podcast. Wow, that's way. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. I was about to say that's way too long. Like <laughs> that's that like it's. <laughs> It's kind of crazy though to do ten, because I thought I so slight insight, and, and this is a good catch up for everybody because we haven't talked to you guys in a while. Um, we've been doing a lot of work. We're working. We have a new uh, uh, documentary that we're pretty close to wrapping. We're in post production of right mm-hmm. now. We um, may shoot a couple more things, but yeah, some little pickups. But essentially. Yeah. What is done is done. So we're in post production basically for our new documentary. Hey. Um, so I had been thinking about like just like shit me and you have worked on. Cause then like, you know, stuff pops up in the memories and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And like a hip hop quizzo thing popped up the other day. Ooh, um, hip hop quizzo, yeah. Philadelphia stuff has been popping up Holy because shit. we're around that time. Mm-hmm. You know birthday, what I mean? Yeah. yeah so like I've been seeing that and I'm going like, wow, man, like we have been like, we were dancing on ideas for a while and figuring mm-hmm. out like our movement and everything like that. Trying shit out. And, yeah. yeah. Trying a bunch of ideas and to think like this podcast has been going now for seven years. I'm going in. This is our eighth year. Um, is is wild. Um, yeah. I'm very proud of that. Uh, it's probably the most like besides being a parent is probably the most like uh, committed I've been to anything yeah. in life. Sustained effort. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um, but so to say that we do want to talk a little bit about like um, we're going to be doing a new format with the podcast um, just in like uh, so what we're what we're planning to do is do one episode a month now. Scaling um, it down. Yeah. Scaling it back a little, we're gonna do a little longer than we've been we've been doing of like thirty minutes. We're gonna try to go back to those hour long episodes, but just once a month, um, partially just because your boys are busy. Um, yeah, we do have you know, like I said, we have a documentary we're working on. We have all we have like two other projects we really can't talk talk about. Um, you have a few things going on for yourself. I have a few things going on with myself, um, a, projects individually. I got a giant fucking wok in the yeah. crib, you know, <laughs> saying, meta- metaphorically, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So, and yeah. same thing. We're both doing stuff. I, I just released a video for Reef the Lost Causes, new album, um, The Triumphant, that is out now on streaming. You can go to listen to it. Yeah, shout um, out Reef. 
and Todd. Yes, and my yes, shout out to Reef and Todd. Uh, my uh, I did a video for Miraculous off the album um, that is up streaming now. I don't know what the numbers are at. Uh, I I didn't look, but I, I I'm very proud of it. It was the was first it? time I like. It's hip hop. We ain't worried about no numbers. You know yeah, I'm not worried about numbers, bro. Uh, um, I'm platinum in these streets. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, uh, no, but um, it was my first time taking on. I, not necessarily my first time taking on it. I've actually done some stuff like this in the past, but like never got like full like release or anything like that. Oh, um, yeah. So I've done some stuff like this in the past, but just never uh, did anything with it. Um, but yeah, so. That was like the last month of me working. Um, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, like I said, you know, you've got a, a bunch of projects individually you're working on. I yeah. have a few I'm working on individually. And then collectively, we have several projects. Yeah. So it's just, we don't want to, we, we've been like so like hit or miss with releases of just like spotty miss you know release yeah. this in this time and, yeah. yeah i don't i would like to like be more consistent for you guys and give you guys something that like we know so like what planning is the second tuesday of every month you will be getting a new episode of serious rap shit um this way we have a scheduled release date for you guys you guys know like oh this Tuesday, we're getting new serious rap shit. The first two, the second yeah. Tuesday of the month, we're getting a new rap shit. Um, and so we're going to do that. We'll be doing um, our reviews will be a little uh, music. What we're listening to will be a little longer now because we'll have more recommendations for you because we have a month of music to like shift through. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, like we have, we have definitely, I mean, if you've been rocking with us for a long time, you realize like, uh, what we um what we uh um talk about has shifted and changed over time and not like the topics but like just even what we would like even engage with like we don't what we would engage with in season one of the podcast is not what we are yeah, engaging yeah. with now a um, lot of the uh, like knucklehead shit that's happening. Yes, we I, I have noticed that too. We haven't been interested. Nah, in talking man. About a lot of that well, shit. you know, it's got to be real crazy. Yeah, so much of it is like the same shit, just a different person. It's just like, yo, we've expressed our opinions yeah. on these things. I don't need to express myself again on Dave Chappelle or something. Like, you know what I mean? <sighs> Fucking Chappelle. Yeah. Um. So, like, yeah. I just think we, uh, you know, so like the week to week thing could get like. All right, what happened this week? Uh, let's see what happened that's worth us taking time to go sit and talk about. You know what I mean? Y'all don't want that. Y'all don't yeah. want like a half-assed. Oh, what are we going? <laughs> a slow news week this yeah. week. Yeah, like, y'all don't yeah. want that. And like, you know, this this makes sense uh, for me scheduling wise because my uh, for many reasons, all the reasons that you named, but an additional reason that I'll add. Uh, my radio show on WXPN, Culture Cipher Radio, just went weekly. Yes. From being monthly. So I'm kind of swapping. Yeah. <laughs> swapping out instead of you and I doing a weekly show, I'm doing a weekly show solo, and then the monthly uh, swaps out. So, yeah, it's, it's like it would have been a bear trying to do both shows yeah. every week. Yeah, you it's just, it just... It would have been rugged. It's really... Um an issue of time more than anything else. We just don't have as much time as we did. Like, you know, seven years ago when we started this podcast, both of us were like, really like 
hustling to get shit. And yeah, now I, mean, I was just coming out of uh, working my nine to five mm-hmm. when we started. So I was like, my freelancing shit wasn't hitting like it's yeah. hitting now. My DJ shit wasn't even hitting like it's hitting now or like it could be. Yeah. So yeah, I was I, I had a lot of free time to fill up. Not yeah. that it was just that. But no, but I mean, the podcast started as that though. Like, you know what I mean? It did start as like a free time fun thing that we did. This wasn't a like commodity that we needed to like make money on. And then it started to become like, oh, this is a way to like make some money for ourselves and blah, 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 blah. And then take steps. But like now it really is more of a fun thing to do. It's just we're in yeah. our early 40s, and when you are in your early 40s, you don't have as much free time as you used to have. And yeah. Gotta prioritize, yeah. Yes, and um, we love doing the podcast. Um, that's why we're going to continue to do it, because, like, hanging out, sitting and talking, like, that's one thing. I, I've thought about this, and this is, like, a personal thing between me and you, but, like, you know, I, I'm happy. I've, I've noticed that, like, a lot less of our conversations recently outside of, like, work stuff isn't about work stuff as much anymore. Like mm-hmm. we'll send each other sports shit. And like we like yeah, yeah. what I what I didn't love was like what it was becoming was when we talked all the time, it was like, yo, we got work to do for this, we got work to do for that. Mm-hmm. And like I don't wanna do I like you know, like you're you're my best friend. I don't wanna just have a you know, uh just like be that, yes, yeah. like the work relationship is not all I want. I want you know, we're friends. I want you know what I mean? Like, um I've described you as like, you know, essentially my heterosexual life partner, like you know what I mean? <laughs> like we're tied right. to the hip as you know yeah, what I yeah. mean, as we could be and so like I like our relationship to be able to be more free, and I think allowing a we a month in between of a get together to talk hip hop would be cool because then it just gives us so much more to like really sink our teeth in and talk about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I know from experience um, that like from hearing from people who listen, like their favorite shit is like our interactions between each other. Right. Right. That's what you know. And yes. like when we're trying to rush through an episode on a week to week basis because we both have like a ton of shit else to do, it's not as much fun. It's like, hey, we got to do this this day. Like, let's lock this out and bang. And then, all right, now let's move on. Yeah. I want less things in life like kicking my ass. Yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like scheduling wise. Yeah. You know, I want like, you know, shit to be like a little easier, breezy, easy, breezy on like every level. Absolutely. And we, we want this to be like a good listen for people and we want this to be enjoyable when people get it. Cause I know like, listen, I've listened, I listened to podcasts. I'm not going for a long time uh-huh. and shit changes and evolves. I know our podcast has. And so, um, I just think like for right for us, like this is the best move for us. It'll be able to make sure we like, excuse me, we give you guys, consistent episodes where we don't take a you know what i mean like we would take a month off before but you guys didn't know what was going on like what the fuck it was going yeah yeah um and it was really it's always unless one of us was sick or um which has happened to both of us on (laughs) but that's what happens when you're when you podcast in your mid-30s to early 40s and you're fucking you know you grow up eating terrible food in philadelphia um in food deserts um so we had uh we both had 
uh, we've all had physical things go on in our lives. And like now, like this is allows us to like just work. Um, and, and also because like, I, I would hope, um, that like people follow us and the shit that we do outside of just here, you know what I mean? Um, both of us are writers and filmmakers and fucking a lot of things, a lot of slashes. Um, yeah. Uh, and hopefully those slashes start coming with a lot of commas. Um, but uh, I just wanted to I wanted to make sure everybody knew what we was going on and where we were at um, uh, going into the new year because I'm excited, man. I, I'm really excited. We have a lot of stuff going on, and by the end of this year, we should have good number of things under our belts. Um, that life changing things yeah and, and i can't wait to share that with everyone and talk about the process and you know like i said i'm going to be heavily in editing for the new documentary over the next few months and i can't wait to share that process and you guys can hear me slowly go nuts over the next like three months <laughs> as i put a film together yeah um and that's one thing bro i do as much as I am looking forward, because I, I, I was explaining to you, we, we were uh, like BTS stuff. We were on a phone call last night with about the new documentary. And um, I mentioned for me, like editing the documentary is like putting a, a puzzle together. Yeah. And like I don't necessarily. Yeah. And, it, and it's not, it's like putting a puzzle together when you don't have the picture of the end thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like you might have an idea. An but, impression in your mind. Yes, yeah. you, it's like be it's like putting a puzzle together, but only getting a chance to like blink at the full piece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so that means I'm gonna watch video clips one thousand times over mm-hmm. and over and over and over again. So I'm gonna drive myself yeah. mad for the next three months editing, but I can't wait. I'm really excited What's about up? it. Engineers do it. Yes, you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. mixing. Uh, editing, mastering records, listening to the That's same the thing over and over. I'm like, oh, I, I could make such a minor tweak, not mm-hmm. anyone will notice, but yep. I know that, like, the microsecond I'm gonna chop out of this scene will make a difference in how we transition into the other scene. But like that's yep. just that's what you sign up for, you know what I mean? Oh, you know what was crazy? I wanted to tell you this, um, and this is a shout out to them. Like, you know what I mean? I saw it, uh, an ad for Little Drummer Boy Studios the other day. Oh yeah, yeah. I had never seen one before. I saw. I think it was on YouTube, and I saw an ad for Little Drummer Boy Studios. I was yeah. like, oh shit, that's what's up. I like shout out to Samari. Yeah, I got hyped because I was like, oh shit, like I know them. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? Samari uh, Cole's. Uh, brilliant engineer, musician, producer. He runs uh, Little Drummer Boy Studio, which has been on South Street for like 20 years yeah, or I so. Yeah, say a long time, yeah. Mad years. Uh, he was the one that taught me how to engineer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every, like, the way that this podcast sounds, you know, every edit and uh, the the vocal mix and everything that foundation that I have to even do that comes from him. The shit that I do on the radio, you know what I mean? Records that I put out, all of that like engineering foundation, he literally taught me that shit. I knew how to like 
make shit sound good in drum machines and on tapes, but like mixing a sound. It's a whole different world, bro. Whole different thing. You ever sit and listen to a kick drum for an hour? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God bless engineers, dog. I learned that shit and immediately realized, oh, I don't want to be an engineer. I don't want to be an engineer. <laughs> so, but another- the skill yes. is, is helpful. So yeah, so shout it- out to Samari. You guys don't know we had planned at one point we were gonna start a studio ourselves like a recording studio me you and just we're all talking about shout out just i feel like that's that's like the the young american male dream or like one of them like yo we gonna start we gonna start a studio (laughs) very much bro we and it would have probably been me that would have had to go learn to oh yeah because more than more than likely did i ever tell you that i was my mom wanted to sign me up for that I was supposed to go to engineering school oh, shit. Um, yeah, as yeah. an after school. Like full sale? Yeah. At, at Rough House's studios up in like Concha Hawkin oh, or Rough whatever. House. Yeah. 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 They mm-hmm. ran like a dog, an audio like engineering right, program and they like you would like you had to pay for it and stuff. And I was like, Mom, we don't have money for this. Like how she was like, No, no, no. Yeah. You like music. You should do this. And I was like, I don't want to like record people though. I want to re- be recorded. Right. I'm dog. not smart. I'm going to edit this out. I'm gonna edit this out. <laughs> and I wouldn't have done that because I don't I didn't have that drive. Like when I was younger, I wouldn't have done that. So I ain't have half no. of that. No. Half of that. Um no, so I, we are. We are extremely excited about everything that's happening. And um we're excited to go forward into twenty twenty four, have a good schedule for you guys and uh, yeah. uh get you all, you know get on a, a straight basis and like give you guys some really good content. Um, so um, I think we should get into our, uh, the news for the week. Um, it was a wild 24 hours for killer Mike. Dog, this shit is so crazy. Cause I love the Grammys. I don't give a fuck what niggas say. I grew up watching award shows. Um, full disclosure. I'm a member of the, uh, recording academy um i understand that you know this shit is all about mainstream music and it's not reflective of like uh the the general music community or whatever but i think people take this shit too seriously uh but you know that's whatever so i was watching the grammys like i watched the grammys every year and i was watching killer bike the little videos of when he won the shit. I don't think it was uh, televised. Yeah, I don't think. It, yeah, I don't think it was. He won, and he was he was so turned up though. <laughs> he won. Uh, I guess it was uh, best rap mm-hmm. album. He won, and he was so turned up. I was like, damn, Killer Mike turned up his shit. And apparently, he was backstage, and it's conflicting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, accounts niggas are saying that he he knocked over a security guard. People are also saying that he had warrants. Whatever happened, not long after he won that award, they walked him out in handcuffs, which is insane. I'm I'm not going to speak on this shit because I don't know what the fuck happened. My inclination is to be against the cops. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That they were wrong and excessive. Uh, But I don't, you know, I I won't propose to like, uh, or, or like assume what happened or whatever. I don't know what went down yeah um but then also you did you see that his uh his son got a kidney for he needed a kidney transplant and got it on monday Are you serious yeah 
That's what I'm saying. Holy 24 shit. hours is fucking insane, bro. I thought it was just some of this Grammy nah, shit. Wow, yeah. I didn't know he that. Got, his, son got a ki- his son got a kidney on Monday. Like, he just got, a, like, I guess, like, the donor came through or whatever. How old is his son? I'm not sure. Holy shit. Yeah. I, yeah, shout out yeah, to him. Yeah, I'm not Like, that was that was love. I, I, was ha- I was so happy. I was more happy to see that than even, like, him winning a Grammy Award. You know what I mean? Like, I, of course. Granted, like, I get it. Like you said, first of all, like the Grammys are held up and like that's something we talk about when we talk about like, you know, this musician, how many Grammys did they win? Da 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 da. Like yeah. it is something as far as like popular music that is like a grade. Like it, you know, and yeah. For an artist like Killer Mike who's is it the Scooby Doo soundtrack the first time you hear him on with Outcast, I think? The whole oh, shit, was it? world. Loves it when you're going down. Dot, dot, that joint. I hate that song. <laughs> I fucking hate that song. I think that's the first time you hear Killer Mike. Um, yeah. It's, it's got to be that or uh, our shit don't mix like yay yeah, and lukewarm water. From Outcast. From Stankonia. It's got to be one, one of those, those two. two. Um, so... Like to be recorded that long, and like to like win your first, uh, like and to sweep your Grammy awards. Like he was dominated in three awards and won three awards. Like crazy. As somebody who's been putting out legacy work, and has put out great work with like with the Run the Jewels stuff and everything. Like he's put out amazing work. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Like was the Reagan mixtape a couple years ago that was really good. Uh, Um, that was great. Like I think he did a Gangsters Grills that was amazing. Like he's done, he's like he's put work in and put work in for a long right. time. So like I know he got some kick. Like you know, there's always pushback and people are idiots um, on Twitter. But like people are like yo, who's I was gonna ask you about that. Who who kill him, Mike? Because like I didn't watch the awards. I watched I watched the awards. Like I watch every awards show on Twitter <laughs> where I'm like yeah, yeah, let's yeah. see what happened. That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are like, yo, who's who's Killer Mike? And you name five Killer Mike songs and da 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 da. And it's like, great, man. But like, name five Ice Spice songs right now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I could, I, but I can. I'm not. I'm not a casual. Ex- I could name five Killer Mike and Ice exactly. Spice songs because I'm not a casual. But like, yeah, whatever, man. Like. I, I listen. I was hi- I, I was happy to see like I think she won an award and like a few people won. Yeah. Like I, I'm not mad at anybody winning. Like you know what I mean. I know like people. I saw people still talking about the Kendrick and Macklemore shit on on Twitter. <laughs> I was like, dog, this it's got to be ten years ago now. Like yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah. Jesus. I mean, time flying, man. Yeah. And you know, it's it's crazy to me. One. I think that uh, this like discourse around the Grammys, um, it's old and it's annoying, but also these institutions should be held accountable for the shit that they hold up as you know great art. Yeah. So I don't mind people pushing uh, back against that. What kind of annoys me, and I was saying this on uh, Nikki Ford's post. Shout out to the homie Nikki Ford. Um, there was one young brother uh, who was on like TikTok or, or Instagram and was like, um, you know, basically talking about the same thing you said, like, you know, who the fuck is Killer Mike? I don't know who this is. 
I don't when I was younger, and maybe this is just a me thing, a personal thing, I hated not being in the know. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You could say that in a way my whole life has been revolved around not not having that feeling yeah. of being being ignorant or not, you know, being in the know. Like so much of my life is is and there's pressure, the internal pressure that I put on myself to be knowledgeable. And I know that's me, that's like a personal thing with me. I don't understand this mentality amongst people who uh, are in hip-hop social media, you know, or in hip-hop media proper, who hear an artist that they're not familiar with, and their immediate thought isn't curiosity, it's dismissal. Mm -hmm. You know, I never heard a bull. Well, maybe you have a gap in your knowledge. Well, clearly, you have a gap in your knowledge why are you filling that gap with hostility to this artist and not curiosity? Yeah, that's what, wanting to discover. I don't get that. You know at what I'm saying? All, yo. I don't understand that mentality. If you or my man Steve, shout out Steve, when we was young boys, if y'all came to class or the lunchroom table with an artist, it was like, yo, y'all ever hear of the ball? And I never heard a ball. I would trusting y'all and knowing y'all had taste, I'd be like, oh, I gotta mm-hmm. hear this shit. Oh, what he sound like? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying I've never been like, man, who that nigga? I'm not saying that. But I don't understand this uh, trend in media, but also in like the stand culture. Mm-hmm. If 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 their fave doesn't win, you know, uh, an award or whatever, the immediate thing is to dismiss. Stevie Wonder never heard of him. Well, you need to do <laughs> yeah, research, exactly. maybe. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't understand that. Like, it's like willful ignorance. You're like weaponizing your own yeah. ignorance. Like I, I, I will not discover this artist. You know what I mean? Like I, I just don't understand that mentality. Y'all already. I'm speaking to young motherfuckers now. Y'all already got, you know, machines and playlists feeding you songs all day. You don't want to discover something on your own. You don't want to like. Not that the Grammys is you discovering something on your own, but you don't want to like research and discover. I see this so much. Where it's like, uh, like literally, when when uh, Yasin Bey said what he said about Drake, you know, two weeks ago, two weeks after we, you know, recording this or before we're, we're recording this, Drake fans were like, "Most Def never yeah. heard of him." <laughs> I get it, you're like slighted because he slighted your fave in your mind, but maybe have like, uh, you know, you see people around you on social media revere this guy. You see he's on a platform. Maybe think, oh, maybe let, let listen me to check him. out what this guy is about. Let me listen. Yeah. I don't, uh, you know, I think that I don't want to get too soapboxy, but I think that a lot of uh, the way that we consume media now is kind of stamping out people's curiosity. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like that, that desire. I'm not saying people don't want to find new music, but I think that a lot of uh, our interests are being like siloed into like these playlists and, and, and different things. And people are uh, not allowing themselves. Some people are not allowing themselves to, to stretch out a little bit. That's why I, I like we, why we go out of our way to talk about shit. We like on the podcast, new music. Well, yeah. We like, I want people to like, go, like, yo bro, when you told me 
the sacred the sacred souls is one of my favorite groups now and you told me about them yeah. last year or two years well, maybe it was two mm-hmm. years ago now i don't it time yeah, is weird knows, but yeah. it's one of my favorite groups like i didn't go like oh, i probably whack because i ain't never heard of them before i ain't never heard <laughs> of them they, you know how much good shit dog i know a lot of fucking records and a lot of artists you know how much good shit i know that i'm not aware mm-hmm. of I, my my assumption is that there's fly shit that I just haven't oh, yeah. stumbled upon yet. Yeah. Why the fuck you think I meant literally yesterday? Um, I had like a little bit of time between. Uh, I was doing. I had meetings in like the morning, and then we had a, a meeting in the evening. So I had a little mm. a little bracket of time in the afternoon. I had somebody sent me a check, so I had to go to the bank. I went to the bank. And my instinct is to go around the corner from the bank and hit the thrift stores mm-hmm. up and down uh, the little strip there. I've been doing that for years, dog, since I was a child. Because I know that I can go in somewhere. I'm showing Josh on the Zoom the fucking stack of 45s I just got. I knew that I know that every day I can discover mm-hmm. something. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying niggas gotta be like me. But you're not curious a little bit? I don't understand that with a lot Particularly of Particularly in a form of music you like. If you say you like hip-hop, then like... You niggas, <laughs> you niggas got Twitter. Hip-hop 24-7 Twitter. Hip-hop TikTok. Or your fucking profile and shit, nigga. And, and your immediate thought is like... Oh. Oh, if I never heard this artist, they it can't must be, be whack. Good? Are you crazy? Oh, nah, man. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get no, it. I, I, it's weird to me. One thing I do want to mention before we hop to the next subject, um, I do want to shout out Tracy Chapman. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. You know her song went number one the day after the Grammys. Fast call. I was yeah. so happy for her, y'all. So happy for A her. Classic. A classic record. And if you if you remember in the late '80s, that shit was rocking mm-hmm. in the late '80s too. Yeah, and it wasn't nothing else. You think about what was popping in the late '80s. It wasn't a dark skinned black lady singing no sad introspective like song, folksy song with natural <laughs> hair. Yeah, with a fucking acoustic guitar, and that shit was rocking. Yeah. They was playing that shit everywhere when we was kids. Niggas rapped on it, nice and smooth. Yeah. Took the guitar. <laughs> And rapped on the shit. Put a breakbeat under it and rapped on it. That's how popping that yeah. song was. It's a beautiful thing to see her get a second life yes. to this song. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And get all of this appreciation. I hope I hope the the money and whatever she want is like spilling into her life and her bank account and everything. And what's crazy is like think about that. Think about like the people who are discovering that now. Like younger people that are like oh man like this is a really dope song. Blah 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 blah. Very much like yeah. the Kate Bush shit when Stranger Things came out where people were like yo running up that hill was that shit. And it was like yeah it was I in the 80s. That. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Kate Bush is the shit. Like she's always has been. But I love when people get like that second life as a entertainer mm-hmm. because like there's a whole new audience and that's the thing for me i'm always like when i find a new artist i'm like oh i can't wait to listen to everything that this artist has 
because I want to consume yeah. it all because then I can go like, okay, I like 90% of this. Or I like, like, listen, man, if I was closed off to like listening to the new artists, I wouldn't have found my favorite MC in the last 10 years, Little Sims. Yeah. Like she, I just found her like six years ago or whatever. And now I drove to New York and paid exorbitant amount of fees to go see her. <laughs> and not ticket yeah. fees, fucking additional fees. I paid more in my mm-hmm. additional, almost double in my additional fees than the ticket. <laughs> the actual ticket itself. Yeah. But I didn't care. I wanted to see her because she was going to be stateside. Like She's one of the greats right yeah. now. Though. Like she really, really, really is. Like you can't, yeah. Yeah, you gotta go. See yeah, it. so you know what I'm saying. It's very much a thing of like, yo, man. I, if the Grammys should be anything, it should be a thing of like, oh, all this shit was popping. I need to listen to this stuff and see what's yeah. good I, because there's good shit all over the place. Music is one of the most beautiful things about music as an art form. Is there's so many different styles of it. Mm-hmm. Everybody got a song. Yeah, it's about like you know what I'm saying. This, there's whatever you want to listen to, it's there. If you want MCs that sound like Rock Kim in 2024, you can find them. They're somewhere out yeah. there. Yeah, I, I wish I kind of do this through work. Um, I wish I could do it. Uh, you know, how a private chef just like cooks yeah. for rich people. I wish niggas could like. Tell me like ten bands or artists that they like, and just pay me to find everything they could imagine. And do a collection of it that yeah. would fill in that would fill in the blanks. Yeah, that would that would probably be my dream job if I had one. Like to get paid handsomely. Just listen to like copious amounts of music and collect it for and just put niggas yeah. on. Yeah. I love that. Shit. Yeah, I, it. I I'm so happy. Like I. One of the artists we're going to talk about later in what are we listening to is a new artist I just discovered. And like I went and did a deep dive on their stuff. So, you know what I mean? Um, I did want to mention this because I thought this was super cool. Again, a older artist getting a second life. Um, Little John is releasing a guided meditation album. So, yes, I heard about this. And. I said this to Liz uh, the other night. We went out uh, to a play, uh, a really dope play uh, called The Cost of Living. Go see it if, if you can. Um, so we're walking up uh, away from the playhouse, and we just talking or whatever. We talking about uh, Lil John and his meditation album. And I'm like, yo, I'm going to be on some conspiracy shit. I think that there's some guru... Somewhere, Rizzo done did meditation mm. music. Andre done did meditation music. I don't think he specifically framed it as that. Oh, it's definitely meditation, dude. That's what I thought about when I was listening to the album. Yeah. It absolutely is. And like now, Lil John, and there was somebody else. I can't think of who else. There was some other hip hop artist doing uh, meditation music. I'm gonna say right now. I'm gonna make a prediction. There is some guru. Working in the background, that's influencing like how um, the Beatles and shit went down with like the Maharaji. <laughs> I, I think that's what what my man name is. I might edit that out if I fucked it up. But the, uh, the how the Beatles had a guru and shit. 
I there's think like a, that there's some guru. guru there's a there's a hip hop like doing guided meditation, transcendental meditation. There's some motherfucker in the background that we gonna I don't know. I guarantee see, you there's no Russ, music outlets. I guarantee you Russ know him. Might be Russ is, is tied yes. up. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised, bro. Yeah, yo. There's some shit. Yeah, I think it's not just on this. I mean, I you know, meditation, I think um I can't even express in words how great it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like like important it is for humanity yeah, yeah. and how much it has been. And I don't mean just sitting on lotus and like, you know, doing breaths and all of that. That stuff too, but a meditative life. Yes. I can't express. I, I ain't even going to get a into pra- that. A patient practice life, essentially, yeah. Yep, dialed in and focused. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to talk about that. And I'm not trying to be disrespectful. My prediction and my instinct is telling me there's some fucking guru that's that's influencing behind the these scenes. like hip hop artists. There's no way. There's no way. Why the fuck is Lil John <laughs> making a guided meditation yeah, album? It'll yeah. probably be <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. There's no way. There's no fucking way. I I I I'm like I'm there with you, bro. Like I'm full for it. Like it would yeah. not surprise me. There was like that like youth pastor dude that was like buddying up to like Justin Bieber and shit. Like there, they, dudes exist. Holy shit! Yeah. Like, oh, remember uh, on CB4? Yes. They man's brother Baba Ak, yeah. and he, he's like, my brother. The revolution must be marketed. <laughs> like he had the books and shit. He's like, we must build a ship and go back to Africa. He was this. He was uh, Dead Mike, spiritual guru. Yeah. That shit happens, yo. That shit is real. Yeah. All those groups in the sixties, niggas used to credit motherfuckers. Yeah. You look at old records, niggas used to credit all them psych Swami, records and all that shit. Yeah, niggas Wasn't had the, gurus. The, yo. the Beach Boys and all them shits was fucking with like gurus and shit. Like they, all that shit was, bro. That's all that yeah, rock was. Yeah, yo. Y'all motherfuckers wasn't just popping out with that shit. Yeah, it's, we gonna see. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm sit back patiently, but it's gonna be exposed. One of y'all who worked for one of the remaining music like Rolling Stone outlets. <laughs> yeah, maybe Spin. Yeah. Shout out to Somebody Spin. Somebody that's got an actual budget or something, yeah. Yeah, one of y'all do some investigative reporting. It ain't gonna be me. You know what I mean? It ain't my lane. But one of y'all do it and find out who this nigga is that's that's influencing these hip hop artists to do I'm definitely shit. tagging this video is like, does hip hop have a guru? <laughs> <laughs> Just me and you in a thumbnail like, like, I don't know. Or like you like and then me in like a lotus pose, like levitating or something. That's the key, bro. Um, no, uh, I agree, dog. I agree with you. I'm not gonna lie. I really want to hear this. I just want to hear what it is. Yeah, to the window, to the window, to the wall, to the walls, <laughs> to your lotus Paul pose falls. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like I want to hear this. I w- I really, really, really want to hear this. Just because, like, I'm gonna listen to yeah, it. I I but, I yeah. want to hear it. Um. Well, uh, I think we could get to our new music because we got a few this week. Uh, did you listen to anything new this week? Yeah, um, I've been rocking with uh, a couple of uh, things I've been revisiting. 
uh, this week. Um, I've been rocking with, uh, in honor of my man Jay Dilla and his birthday that just passed, I've been revisiting Welcome to Detroit, but the 20th anniversary ah, edition yeah, 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 that yeah. BBE put out. Fucking beautiful, dog. One, Welcome to Detroit. You know, there's a few albums. You know, you could say The Chronic, in a mm-hmm. sense. You could say uh, Marley Marr in Control. Welcome to Detroit is one of the finest producer albums ever made, period. You know what I mean? I've uh, talked with folks that worked with him uh, on that record. Uh, I think that was around the time where he... Uh, he Dilla had got like a deal with MCA and they gave him like mad bread up front and he blew it all in like Guitar Center, just building like or Sam Ash or yeah, whatever, yeah. just building like a perfect studio. And you could tell with this record, he had the space to execute his vision mm-hmm. how he wanted. Welcome to Detroit got some of the hardest rap shit. Uh, like Give It Up, uh, The Clapper, shit like that. But then there's also Bossa Nova on this record. He fucking covers uh, Donald Byrd, Think Twice, mm-hmm. a, a fucking jazz record. You know what I'm saying? He's singing on it and playing the drums. Or no, he, he might not have played the drums. Kareem Riggins might have played the drums. Don't quote me on none of that. Um, but basically, you get a full... Uh, idea of like his creative vision and and what he really could do and then the box set has like the demos oh wow you know different versions of shit so you get like a fuller picture they really did this shit like how they used to do the Beatles when we was young boys they would put out like you know Rubber Soul expanded edition and be like the demos and different shit really honoring the process. I don't know. Dilla was kind of a perfectionist. So I don't know. If he yeah, would yeah. He would hear. want you hearing the shit. He, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And niggas who were around him said he was kind of like a live wire. Like he'd catch like an attitude with certain shit. So he might not be down with this. But I think that us as listeners, we're richer yeah, yeah, yeah. for hearing all of this stuff. So yeah, that's that's one of the things I've been uh, really wa- rocking with. Uh, Welcome to Detroit, the 20th anniversary edition. Bananas. The box set got like the whole album just on 45 you know what i mean so if i if i wanted to pull up somewhere and just spin and it just just play the whole welcome to detroit i could do that on 45s it's it's bananas i paid way too much money i was for about it. to say i was but, gonna ask but then i'm like now nah, i'm not pocket checking because i know yeah you know that was like it's, crazy it was significant for, you know, I don't be buying like box sets yeah, and yeah, shit yeah. like that. Well, box sets, period, but, are just like absurdly priced. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, uh, that's that's like the shit I've been really rocking with uh, that Welcome to Detroit. And just, you know, listening and and as we all are like thinking about and celebrating Dilla yes. around this time of the month in February. Yeah, uh, recipes Dilla. Um, yeah. I was listening to donuts the other day um mm-hmm. you know in honor of Dilla just was like you know what i want to listen to donuts like i just want to throw yeah. on donuts and listen to it all the way through um and just like the 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 brain on that dude man like it just worked different yeah. like it, it just worked different um and it was dollar records yeah you know what i'm saying he wasn't grabbing 
Like a lot of y'all, you know, I ain't, I ain't gonna be shady. A lot of y'all niggas need like three, four hundred dollar records mm-hmm. that already sound heavy to make y'all shit. This nigga was making this shit off of dollar records. Yeah, yeah, and making it funky. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I, I, Dilla, you know, he is considered the best for a reason, bro. Like, you know what I mean? There's, there's a reason. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um. I should go back and revisit Welcome to Detroit. I haven't listened to that in a long time. It's my shit, dog. I need to go back. I remember you shit. like loving that record. I need to go back. To I that. like it over Donuts. Really? They're different. They're their own yes. different things. But I've I've a thousand percent played Welcome to Detroit more, more than, than Donuts. Donuts. Yeah. When they when they came out, when when Donuts came out, I was still playing. Welcome to Detroit came out in '01. Donuts was uh '06. I was still playing Welcome to Detroit True, yeah. regularly. I do. I like, remember Welcome you Detroit. like loving that record when we were younger. I remember uh, talking to you about that record. So that's um, yeah. He was like spitting that shit, dude. I honestly, like do you know what my favorite Della joint might be? Is J Love Japan? Ooh, really good fucking record. I just I love it because it's just a little different. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. But like, yeah. believe it, God may be my favorite shit he's ever made so like yeah you know what i mean yeah um i was listening to i listened to a few records um i um i want to mention this record first because this record has been like my favorite thing i've listened to it's not hip-hop but um it's by an artist named jason joshua um it's la voz de oro it's the golden voice um he is a uh similar to the vein of like the sacred souls uh, very much like uh, old school, like soul, and like um, really like low rider music. Like, dude, literally, when you pull his shit up on Spotify, it says like suggestions is like low rider music volume one and shit. You know what I mean? I might get, I might gotta get into that wave, <laughs> dude. This is this record is so good, bro. Um, mm. uh, La Vida Es Fria is, uh, uh, like the lead single. My daughter knows this song. Like my 15 year old daughter knows this song. So mm. she's like, I think it's like popped on TikTok is why. Um, oh shit, nice. But, uh, this record is insane, dude. He has so much, like the record sounds like so many different styles of music. He's very heavily influenced. He, he, uh, was born in Miami and grew up in Chicago, um, mm. very heavily influenced by like Southside Chicago soul and like um, he's mm. he's Latino so like there's a lot of Latin music influence and um, like he has a song called Betrayal that sounds like it belongs on like a black exploitation record yeah. and then he has like yeah. Language of Love that sounds like it's from the 50s like it's really like mm. one of the best records I've listened to in a long time I've done a deep dive on like his he has like one record before this um, I I literally was on his shit like yo bro you need to come to Philly like you know what I mean like I need yeah. you to tour in Philly my man yeah um, come to the World Cafe shit yeah like I, I this dude this is my favorite record I've listened to in a long time. And like, mm. I, I mean, I've run this record, bro. Literally, I've run yeah. it. Um, so definitely, I think folks should check that joint out. Um, La Voz de Oro. Yeah, I'm going to listen to it. I'm like, yeah, you got me in the mood for like, bro, it's old, you describing it. I know what it's hitting for. The, the first, you got me in the mood for the that. The first song is called Lover Boy. And mm. it sounds like, a, you know, not 
la 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 for boy. Da, da, da. Like that's what it sounds like a fifties or sixties yeah. like jingle type yeah. dog. It is so good, man. It's such a great record. Um, I I really think people should check that joint out. Um, did you listen to anything else? Yeah, um, I've been rocking with uh, this. This record came out in 2023, but it when it came out, um, I I sat with it and listened to it, but I knew I wanted to spend a little more time with it. But uh, DJ Shadow Action Adventure, you know, and I I feel like DJ Shadow is uh, an artist kind of like Nas in the sense that whenever he drops a record. It's compared to his uh, yeah, earlier okay. yeah, yeah. I was wondering. Classics, you know I was wondering mean? where that was going. So I didn't mean to like cut you off. I was like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. immediately yeah. I go like, I don't think Shadow has a tin ear. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely don't. He definitely don't. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it, I feel like um, whenever Shadow puts out a record, people say, "Oh, well, it's not like introducing." Mm-hmm. She says. 1996 uh debut classic classic i remember record. sitting on the floor in my room with a cass- opening that cassette and putting it in like that's how like indulgible like that record was because of like then popping it in and going like oh yeah. like because it was one of the first like producer records i kind of heard like i hadn't heard a lot of producer yeah. records back then shit was completely yeah you know it's its own fucking thing like it had you know, the influence of like the bomb squad mm-hmm. and all of that shit. Marley, you hear on all of that shit, Paul C, rest in peace. But yeah, it was Shadow did his own thing with it. Um, but this new record uh is something different. It very much uh it's cinematic. It has like uh like that eighties kind of like action film kind of sound. Mm-hmm. Some of it has like a new wave kind of sound. I'm- it's real cool. <clears throat> like a lot of this shit I would play at a party mm-hmm. on a low low and like you know a hip hop head wouldn't even know no, it, was it was DJ Shadow yeah. you know what i'm saying so yeah it, and shadow um his uh we talk about a tin ear his ear uh for putting shit together uh is so developed there's so much uh like drama and and like color in a lot of this shit it's it's really impressive and i think that if this were a new band or new artist and somebody who didn't have like that kind of albatross of like their first couple records were like flat out classics yeah. and now they're compared to that. If he didn't have that going on, I think a lot of people would uh, gravitate to the to this shit more and would recognize like, oh, this shit's really dope. You know what I mean? I think that that legacy kind of uh colors yes. how people look at look at his new music dude you know it's crazy when i saw this because it popped up like in my new releases or whatever and I, I immediately saw this and i was like i wonder if john's listened to this yet yeah because i was like i know you were a big shadow fan so i was like i wonder if john's listened to this yeah. yet you and just were the two people i was like mm-hmm. and maybe even steve i was like hmm, i wonder yeah. if they listen to this yet because i know you guys like I shadow can't... so much I can't remember if uh, just went with me to the TLA to see. I Shadow. think he did because that's what that's what I'm saying. Like I, I literally like yeah. had that in my head that you guys really like Shadow. So yeah, I I, I remember uh, that show he played at the TLA. Jesus, this was like '97, and it was Shadow, J. Rue, the Mountain Brothers, 
Wow. Wow. Latifah lyrics board. Yeah. It was it was like some quintessential 1997 yes. shit. I remember J. Rue walked through the crowd. So many backpacks in that place, yo. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Fucking hoodlums. They wasn't even searching niggas back then. So I know niggas had like all kind of like blackjacks and knives and like fucking spray paint cans yeah. and shit in that show. I remember J. Rue was walking uh, through the crowd and... You know, I was young and didn't have uh, boundaries like I do now. I remember I grabbed him and was like, yo, bro. And you know me in 97, I was like rhyme and like battle crazy as a kid. I remember I grabbed him. I was like, yo, bro, I know you're going to open that mic up. And he's like, don't grab. He's like, don't touch me. (laughs) It gave me a nasty look. I'm a kid. It gave me a nasty look. And like walked off, walked uh, to the stage. I think I remember this story because I've always had like a a thing against J. Rue for some reason. Like I don't like I I don't remember exactly why. I was like I, I always got like a bit feeling about boy. And I think I remember it's because yeah. you told me that story. <laughs> I definitely came to school and told y'all that Monday. Yo, J. Rue dissed me at that show. Yo, fuck J. Rue. <laughs> I remember that shit. And now. You know, as an adult, <laughs> like, I wouldn't grab, would I grab nobody. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't grab. But I would. That's you. You a kid? You just, just a ball of fucking you was energy for an opportunity too. Like, yo, let me get I on was the trying mic. To, I was trying to wreck somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, my whole mentality going to shit from a teenager really into our twenties. You know what I'm saying? My whole mentality was, yo, if I get on a mic and battle a nigga. We going in, yeah. you know what I mean, or with no mic, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So that shit. Uh, when I think about that era of Shadow, I think about listening to introducing a lot. Uh, but I also think about that night and Shadow. He he wrecked it. I remember. Um, he went on last. J. Rue J. Rue was like threatening the crowd, like yo, if y'all don't make noise i already got paid yo i don't think y'all make noise i remember that story because i i I have like this memory of jru just being a dickhead like and i think i've heard other stories since then of him being kind of a dickhead so apparently that's kind of his shtick like yo if y'all don't if y'all don't make noise i'ma leave i already got paid i've heard multiple people like people in europe talk about like him doing that on stage so apparently that's like his thing um but shadow went on last the mountain brothers were dope Latifah and Lyrics Born, who I loved, uh, and I feel like Just was there, um, because he liked Latifah and Lyrics Born, too, I think, um, but I remember they got booed, they got booed crazy, (laughs) (laughs) and I remember being salty, because I, he said, what? Philly don't give a fuck, bro, like, not at all, I, I think this, their style was just different, yeah, 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 you know what I mean, niggas was like, East Coast niggas wanted, like, that hard backpack shit, and that used to happen a lot too. Like they used to bring like heads from different areas, and the shit wasn't the shit was more regional. This is young people don't yes, understand. The shit yeah. was more regional than niggas used to bring. If you brought like an underground show, if you brought a motherfucker like crucial from the Midwest, like that, yeah, you bring a nigga from a different region, <laughs> like L.A. People tell them, get the fuck listen, off the stage. The, everybody's heard like everybody listening to this show has heard like the famous story when fat joe went to project blood mm-hmm. in la they booed fat joe fat joe had the hardest record on the planet <laughs> yeah that shit bust it check it watch how i wreck it you you could 
kill somebody's parents to that record. And the judge would be like, oh, you was playing that flow, Joe? Yeah. Let him off. This shit, this shit was too hard. He was justified. I don't know what to tell Listen, you. Listen, he had the hardest record in the universe at that time. He went to L.A. where them niggas be yeah. doing that fast chopping shit, that Project Blue shit. They booed Fat Joe off the stage. So it was different than you... Shit was more regional. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like all of us wasn't listening to the same shit on TikTok. Nah. You know what I mean? Or, or wherever. This shit was a little... Or Spotify. This shit was a little different back then. Niggas, niggas might boo you. Um, <laughs> uh, I do want to... I just want to tap in two more before we get out of here. Uh, but I want to say one thing because like I really haven't had a chance to like indulge in this album. It literally dropped this morning. Um, but Drop 7 yeah. by Little Sims. Um. Mm-hmm is a new EP from her. She's literally my favorite artist. This record is, and nothing is produced by Inflow though. This album was not produced by Inflow. Um, it was produced by another producer whose name's escaping me, but he, um, it's very much more like uh, garage and house sounding. <sighs> yeah. I've been itching for some like up tempo shit. Yes, it's much more of that. Yeah. She's like singing on one of the songs too. Like it's a different record, a different feel. But I'm loving it so far. I, I obviously want to like live with it for another few days, but like I'm really loving the record. Um, but I did listen to um she dropped a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh it's Shade Noir's new record, um, uh the the color chocolate volume one. Mm-hmm. Yo, Shay is so nasty, bro. So yeah. nice on the mic, man. On the rhymes and the beats. Yes. She yes. can do it both. She's she's so nasty. Um, this project is super dope. If you want hard body, like I, we get so much complaints on social media about like, oh, women in rap, they don't really be saying nothing and blah, 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 blah which is bullshit, but I, I won't right. even go there. But I'm just saying, like, if you do believe that, go listen to Shay Noir, dog. Like, you know what I mean? Like, her records are insane. Yeah. Honestly, go listen no, to Rhapsody. Not... Like, listen to Little Sims. <laughs> like, I was gonna say, niggas, I don't think niggas want to listen to women. Nah. That's, that's, that's what it really yes. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you, yeah. you, you may think and there's an argument to be made for this. You may think that the mainstream promotes uh, women who who spit a certain way or or have like a certain subject matter or whatever. Mm-hmm. You might think that, but you, if you're a reasonable person, you understand that there are other women artists that do different things than that. Yeah, you know them. The same niggas who say that oh, women don't rap about nothing. And they won't look at underground women rappers. <laughs> These same niggas will tell you, oh, well, the mainstream, we're talking about male rappers. Oh, the mainstream trash, you got to look at the underground. Yeah. But they won't get the same consideration <laughs> no. to women. Just the whole gender. Yes. All they talk about is one thing to these guys. So, yeah, it, I hear you and I understand why you're saying that. But I think that a lot of these niggas don't <laughs> want to Yeah, exactly. Rappers. Sean Price, you know, I, I adore Sean Price. God bless him. Sean Price said the wackest shit ever uh, before he passed. He said, uh, I don't even know if he was joking. He, he might have been joking. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it was he whack. was sort of a troll. You know what I mean? That's yeah, kind of it, was, it was whack on its face, yeah, like yeah. The, the sentiment behind it, where he said, I don't listen to no women rappers. Now, I mean, dudes I saw on social media who co-signed that. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that. Like, imagine... That being uh like something you can rally behind, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I, honestly, one of the most I think seminal records of our life 
is Miseducation of Lauren Hill. It's one of the most celebrated records we've ever had in hip hop. And it's from a woman. Yeah. <laughs> like, and one of the she's nicest. She's on that motherfucker. One of the niggas, nicest to ever touch the mic. I've seen niggas try to, uh, and I don't want to get too far off into this, but I've seen niggas try to uh, kind of discredit the hip hopness of that record. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's she's singing on a lot of that shit. Nigga, she's spitting she's on a spitting lot of it. spitting on a lot of it, too. Nigga, the Cold Crush was singing a lot. <laughs> the Furious Five was singing a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it won't be long to everybody know it. And they was doing harmonies, yeah. four part harmonies and shit. You know what I'm saying? That's Singing what, is a part of this yeah, shit. Yeah, it's always been a performance art. Like, you know what I mean? So there's always been yeah. a performance part of it. And like You can't use that to downgrade nah. Lauren. Nah, nah, Lauren, uh, she's one like you said, one of the nicest ever. Yes. On the mic. Um You're not fucking like you. You're not going back to like '95 and battling Lauren, no, and and winning. You might do it because you're brave, yeah. But you you're not fit to win, yeah. Not successful. You're not going back then, yeah. See, imagine that you, you know, on a fucking street corner somewhere in North, and this broad come up. You know what I'm saying? I play my enemies like a game of chess. Where I'm and and everybody around, she spit some shit like that. And then, it, then it's your turn. Yeah. Then you gotta live what? that uh, the gift for the bull going. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like then you gotta live that. <laughs> Imagine. Yeah. Shout out to Lori. I fuck with Lori. Um. Uh. Yeah. So check out Shane Noir's new project, the Color Chocolate and Shane Noir. Um. But uh, yeah, she's already talking about like the next. This is an EP. The next project is gonna be a full. Uh, a full album so um yeah. i'm excited because she's such so nice like anytime she drops i'm like i'm there to check it out um yeah. check out all those records um i wanted to mention this before we completely wrap up you can come see us next uh this will be up the week of but february 17th we'll be at the national liberty museum here in philadelphia um we will be doing a uh a, a discussion on the art of sampling in hip-hop um, uh-huh. It's going to be a full day of the 50 years of hip hop, celebrating 50 years of hip hop. Um, make sure you come check us. Make sure you check our socials, uh, Serious Rap Shit, um, on Instagram and Twitter. Um, we'll have stuff up there. Uh, and um, make sure you come out and see us. Uh, we have a few things. We, we're going to have a few times and opportunities for you guys to come see us this year. Um, we're excited about that. But yeah, we'll be there. National Liberty Museum. Your boys is. Talking at museums and shit, you know, you know how it goes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a good year. Um, so yes, great year. I'm excited. Uh, besides that, like I said, find us on social media. Serious rap shit on Instagram and Twitter. You're John underscore Liberator on Instagram and Twitter. I am JL underscore CCM on Instagram and Twitter. Um, follow us there. Check out Serious Rap Shit Vivo. All the shit is up. We got so many videos up there. Exclusive shit. Awesome place. If you want a resource to hear us. That's a great place. Um, we'll have many new stuff going up there too. Um, SeriousRapshit.com. You can get the merch if you want. Um, besides that, we'll be back again next month. Peace. Mm-hmm. Peace. Me and my friend take this rap shit to you.